This episode of the Two Droids podcast is proudly brought to you by Who Clothing. Two droids and no questions asked. Hello and welcome to the Two Droids No Questions Asked podcast, your one-stop shop for all the latest pop culture, movie, TV and comic book news. I am today joined, of course, by my ever-faithful co-host, Simo. How are you doing? I said hello way too quick then, but yeah, I'm good. Oh, don't worry. Um, This is... The second time we've done this in person, mm. but the first time it's getting published in person. Yes. So uh, this is uh, this is exciting. We're in the same room right now. Yeah. Um, Makes yeah. a change, huh? I'm a, yeah, we've we've literally just got back from the cinema as well. Yeah, this is um, this is fresh, fresh. Yeah, could not be fresher. No. Now on this week's show, we are going to be reviewing and discussing the latest entry in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, we last episode we did uh, a big scoop, if you will, uh, on the MCU. Um, if you haven't listened, go back and check it out. Uh, keep up to date with all the news. Uh, but today we're going to be discussing the Marvels. Uh, we're going to do both a, a spoiler-free and a spoiler discussion. Um, so if you haven't seen it and you want to go in blind, make sure you listen out for the big spoiler warning. Um, you, you'll know it It'll when you loud. hear it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Probably make it ourselves, maybe. Yeah, we normally do. Yeah, normally. At this point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Before that, however, uh, as always, we're going to dive into the latest news and trailers of the week, uh, starting with your nerdy news bulletin, hot off the press from the Weekly Bugle. It's been two deliveries this week of hot, fresh news. Got some hot, fresh ones, and it looks quite positive news. Yeah. Yeah. um, For a change. Yeah. We've not had huge amounts of positive news on this show yet. No deaths. No, no deaths. No deaths. Um, but yeah, it, it's yeah. been a good week, I think. For yeah, it, it doesn't seem as daunting as last week's news. Last no. week's news was bleak. It was bleak. It was very bleak. end of the Marvel. End of Marvel. Um, yeah. We'll, and AR maybe, is gonna ruin Hollywood. Yeah, we'll maybe talk about um, a movie that was Marvel and actually spoke by AI. Yeah, potentially yeah. we will. Uh, but we're gonna, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> we're gonna. Spoilers, Simo. Uh, before that, though, let's let's dive straight into the news of the week. Are you, are you ready, Simo? I'm ready. I'm ready for. Some are you news. sure? I am. I'm re- well. I'm roaring to go. Sound the good news alarm. We have good uh... news. Whoa! Sorry, that wasn't me. That was the good. That was the alarm. Wow! <laughs> Wait, I didn't press that button. Did you? Speak and they shall come. <laughs> yeah, apparently so. Well, there you go. That's that's canon now. That's the good news <laughs> alarm. Um, but the good news that has come out this week is obviously that the SAG Afra strike has come to an end. Woo! Thank God. Yeah! Wow, I've never seen you more passionate, Simmer. <laughs> It was the way it was broken to me, if I've been honest, that made me so passionate. It was really? Kevin Bacon dancing in his little uh, yeah. little barn. True. Very true. Um, but yeah, this week at 12.01 on Thursday, following a unanimous approval from the union's negotiating committee, sag negotiators uh, approved a, a tentative agreement, mm. um, but for now, ending the longest-running actor's strike in Hollywood history. 118 days. 108? Is that how long it's been? Yeah, yeah. It feels so much longer than that. I'm going to say, it feels like three <laughs> so years long. at this oh point. Oh, my God. Um, but, obviously, fantastic news um, that the strike has come to an end with what sounds like a deal that works for everyone. Um, it's a historic pay deal. Um, most minimums are going to be rising by 7%, um, which is a lot more in terms of a percentage increase than the writers got. Yeah. Um, but this sort of entire contract is valued at over a billion dollars. 
Um, it's got first ever protections against AI, which again, we covered last week. Go back yeah. and listen to that. Um, what they've called a, a streaming participation bonus, um, which I think is going to be residuals for, yeah. for streaming, that sort of thing. Uh, pension and health contributions as well. So it sounds pretty pretty positive, it does sound pretty this positive. deal. Um, the AI, I think that's important. The protection against yeah. AI, sound like that, that's, and the, the streaming participation bonus. Yeah, yeah. That's... I'm, I'm really happy they brought that in, but is, is it going to be stuff to do with numbers involved in that, or is it just if they're on streaming, they're going to get more money? Yeah, I, I imagine it is. They haven't actually come out yet and said how specifically it's how it's going to work. Okay. I, I think it will be sort of royalty based. Yeah. Um. So you know, for the percentage of whatever that generates, I think will now go to yeah, to the actors. Yeah. Similar to like how TV used to work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was literally they just sort of, you know the. Big cinema saw a gap and and yeah, jumped on exactly. it. Um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully, now that this is done, it's not going to have a huge impact on what's coming out. Um, I think TV more so than than cinema releases over the next year. Yeah. Um, obviously, dealing with smaller budgets, they can't bounce back as easy. Yeah. Um, and then there'll be a few delays going into summer next year uh, for that sort of release window. I think we were all expecting that, though, weren't we? Yeah. We, we were expecting something similar to like 2007, where things were delayed. And, yeah. Um, but no leaks yeah. this time. Thank no. God. No. Uh, but some of the movies that are potentially going to be impacted, some of these have been pushed back already. Um, some of them, I'm glad they've been pushed back. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, Venom 3. Glad that one's pushed back. Yeah. Mad that we've got three Venom movies in this short space of time. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool 3 is another. Uh, Furiosa, the Mag- Mad Max Fury Road spin-off. Oh, ooh, that, I'm actually I'm actually, I'm mm. excited for that. that, that looked, Although, I enjoyed that movie. I feel like that's been in development for like 10 years yeah, at this I point. Yeah, I thought it was just a rumour for me, honestly. It's been a it long me. time in development. Yeah. Uh, Twisters, which is a remake of the 70s movie that follows a tornado. The, didn't they already make a yeah. remake of that in the 2000s or the 90s I think so but I, swear ev- there was, I swear there was a twist that, yeah, there was everyone, a twist gets that movie. A, everyone gets a remake nowadays I, I, so. yeah, yeah, there was it was actually pretty good I remember it was yeah I swear it was Twister it might very sure well it was. yeah it was really good um, Gladiator 2 okay. is another one uh, Wicked which is uh, a cinematic uh, adaptation of the musical uh, that's been pushed back and also Wicked 2 so they've started production on the sequel before yeah. the first one is even fully produced at this point um, and then also the now unnamed Mission Impossible 8 movie but Tom Cruise will bounce back he always does I mean he's a savior of cinema he's always going to have a second coming isn't he yeah exactly um, yeah. with Wicked that's it's an adaption of the, the play so that's full circle then. a musical Simo not a play oh yeah that's the one it's come full circle it has because it was yeah, obviously they were all come from the, the movie or was mm. that that wasn't based off of something previous was it well it's the the story of the witch from yeah yeah uh, from, from the wizard of oz yeah but like yeah. that's was that based off of like a book before it was oh there's probably there's probably a wizard of oz yeah before book, i yeah. imagine um you'd think so anyway yeah. uh but yeah so we're, we're probably going to be seeing these movies pushed back let's say if, if most of them already have had it confirmed um that they've gone back anyway. With Mission Impossible 8, I swear that was pretty much done. Like that was like filmed. Like I swear most I of that so. was done. So I'm surprised that was being pushed back. But if I'm being honest. Also, Tom Cruise will want IMAX, won't he? So we'd probably have True, to yeah, yeah. fight he's, out he's everything else. Not happy after the Barbenheimer incident. No, just definitely not. Wiped him off the floor after a week. Yeah, 
Very good movie, though. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then there's been some, obviously, lots of reactions to this strike ending. Um, you mentioned previously Kevin De, uh, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> you said uh, Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> not Kevin De Bruyne, no. Two yeah. very different people. Uh, oh, but, I'd like a movie with that. Maybe Kevin Bacon plays Kevin De Bruyne in a movie. Ted Lasso would have been the perfect show <laughs> to do it yeah. in. But Ted Lasso's finished now. Um, but yeah, he hopped on TikTok and Instagram and broke out his dancing shoes. Little, little dancey dance. That's how. That's the first thing I saw to say that it ended, uh, and I was quite quite happy with the fact that that was. Yeah. The way I was told. Yeah, he dusted off his dancing shoes and just got loose to foot loose. Nice. Yeah, that's what he was doing. He did. Um, there's been uh, Timothy Chalamet, uh, who at time of recording is going to be hosting SNL this week. Um, in the promo for that. Uh, he made a little joke um, where he said, I've just found out the actor's strike is over. I can now promote my movie. And then this is an actual quote from, That's straight from quote. the mouth of Timothy Chalamet. He said, I can now promote my movie. Wonka, 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 Chocolate Man, Wonka, Chocolate. Mm-hmm. See, now I don't know if that's the correct quote because on the quote that I can see it in front is. of me it says Wonka, 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 Chocolate Wonka. No, that's actually okay. uh, a mistake. It is Chocolate Man. Well, maybe um, you should be more have, clear in your little quotes. I have the evidence <laughs> to prove it. Uh, also, the cast of the upcoming wrestling movie Iron Claw all had the news broken to them on the oh, red carpet. Uh, so Jeremy Allen White, Zac Efron and Harrison Dickinson all found out at the premiere and were obviously all ecstatic wait is that out is that out uh, it comes out in a couple of weeks uh, I'm looking forward to that maybe yeah. I think it looks really good it will be good uh, we've got some quotes here from some uh, other actors who've taken to social media to express how happy they are that the strike is over uh, Simu Liu of Shang-Chi and Barbie fame says the strike is over I am proud of SAG for continuing to fight for the livelihood of every actor. As someone who used to live below the poverty line, hold ass to auditions and struggle to live, I have experienced firsthand how these things matter. Bravo and see you on set. Octavia Spencer also took to Twitter and said, Ready to work now that the strike is over. Congratulations and thank you to our at SAGAFRA negotiating committee. Proud to stand in solidarity with all SAG members over the last 118 days. Uh, other reactions uh, we've seen online, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, George Clooney, Jessica Chastain and Mark Ruffalo have all taken to social media to express their praise. I'm going to say we could probably go on for, for days talking about uh, yeah. reactions from this because every single actor and actress is going to be all over social media yeah. posted about it because this is the first time they're able to talk about any upcoming movies. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that. I mean... Barber Math- scabs. Yeah, bar- Did anything come from Matthew Lynott? Uh, I, 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 every time. Just notice, I said his name wrong every time on yeah. the, the episode of the Five Nights at Freddy one that we did. Yeah, the Five Nights at um, Freddy's review in Simo yeah. for the whole thing Lillard. referred to Matthew Lillard, Lillard yeah. as Matthew Lynott. Matthew Lillard. I've um, never wanted to like just jump out of a window editing edit that podcast. I mean, you could have, when we was you know, recording, you could have mentioned that I mentioned well, the name wrong. I you should know wrong. these things, Simo. I should, but uh, I did click on. We're, we're titans of industry now. I don't care. We should, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, because he came out, didn't he, and he was like, oh, thank you for going to see my movie, and all that stuff. Mm. I'm not sure if this is breaking um, strike rules or anything like that. I haven't seen anything negative come from that, so I'm assuming it wasn't classes breaking the, the strike rules, but also, it doesn't fucking matter now, does it? No, I think it was not not promoting, per se. Yeah. Um, and he's had a nice big spread on the Hollywood Reporter this morning. Yeah, um, so glad to see he's back in in the people's good graces. There seems to be this quite a lot at the moment of um, like actors mm. from 
definitely from when early two we thousands. Yeah, that are like that, that are... got so much hate back then that like yeah, now yeah. The, the, our generation of growing up are getting are coming love back. And, but to be fair, I don't know if he really, he didn't really get any hate for Scooby Doo or anything. No, like I think he um, probably just sort of got typecast. Yeah, in everything. Um, but obviously you've had Brendan Fraser, probably yeah, the biggest one. Yeah. Hayden Christensen, Hayden Christensen in Star one, Wars. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot. Uh, I'm yeah, glad there's positivity. Yeah, me too. I'm glad to see it. Um, anyway, elsewhere in the news, uh, Anthony Daniels uh, of Star Wars fame, mm. uh, obviously famous for playing C-3PO as often as he possibly can. Um, Except, I swear, was he in? Was he in the the Force Awakens? Oh no, he was. Sorry, he was. I, d- yeah. I just didn't recognise him because he had a red arm. Oh, that'll be it. <laughs> that'll be the reason why he didn't recognise him. Um, yeah, but Anthony Daniels is in the news this week. Uh, he's selling off loads of items from his personal Star Wars memorabilia collection. That's all this. So he's partnering with the UK auctioneer Prop Store to auction nearly 200 items from his personal collection. <laughs> 200 items? Yeah, that's a lot. Jesus Christ. Are they all just C-Fibrio parts? Oh, I'm sure it will be, yeah. yeah. But, oh, this is the, the bolt that was used <laughs> yeah. to attach the right lower arm plate. Um, but as part of this collection, it includes uh, his iconic gold C-3PO helmet that he wore during the filming of 1977's A New Hope, which is estimated to fetch over $1.22 million at auction. Have Money. you seen what the name of the auction is going to be? Uh, I haven't, I don't Blue think. Blue Harvest. Wow. Is, is that because... It's not really. <laughs> is that because of the, the reason, obviously the famous Blue Harvest story? That yeah. Star Wars was referred to as Blue Harvest in, pre- in sort of pre-production. It's, to, it's exactly the reason. Wow, why. that makes sense. Um, yeah, but it's a load of shit. I was I was making a Blue Harvest reference. Yeah, I think they've got that one somewhere. <laughs> uh, but obviously, some reasons that he's selling. Um, he just thinks it's the right time. It's part of his collection. It says the items are not unloved, um, but not as frequently looked at in his home. Um, despite having the opportunity to add to his collection after the production of Rise of Skywalker in 2019, uh, Daniels declined, citing that he already had enough memorabilia. Um, yeah, true, over 200 yeah, items. That makes I mean, at what point did he then realise that he had too many items? Or was it at 200, he was like, that's it, I'm yeah. out of the game now. Yeah, or maybe reckon, like, if, After like two, he's like, come on, has to yeah. get a bit from C-3PO now. I wonder like, if he's just done his spring clean. Yeah. And it's like taking 200 items off a shelf to dust it and then put them all back on again. His wife's like, you need to get rid of those fucking C-3PO yeah, things. Yeah, this is done. It's just like a, a basement full yeah. of just 200 C-3PO's. Yeah, yeah. I also wonder if maybe he wanted it all so he could prove that it was him many, yeah, many moons ago. Yeah, I get it. You can't see his face. Um, so I wonder if maybe it was a bit of that and now it's, yeah, everyone knows who you are. Anthony Daniels, you can you can let it go. Is any of this going to charity? Um, I don't think so. I think it's his personal. Yeah, yeah when he was saying like the reasons for why he's selling it, um, well, money. Uh, yeah, this one I this point where I go a big to one. When, when the helmet's selling for one point two, two, one point two, hundred twenty two million. No, one point two. Yeah, that's the one. Well, one point two <laughs> million dollars. This is painful. <laughs> Gosh. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll move on. Um, yeah. Good luck, Anthony Daniel, yeah. Anthony Daniels. Um, but you do know you pay less tax uh, on assets than you do cash. Um, anyway, yeah. uh, next in the news, Jared Leto has made the news this week for doing a Tom Cruise. Yeah, I saw this. Uh, and by doing a Tom Cruise, that doesn't mean making a good movie. That means trying to kill himself in the most elaborate way possible. See, this this article, this, this, this news story... Mm. 
stood out to me for a second until I then read into it, and then I was like, oh, okay. He's, he kind of, what was it, for 20 seconds? 20 something. minutes, sorry, 20 minutes. Something like that. Um, but yeah, the story here is that Jared Leto has climbed a, pol- uh, a portion of the Empire State Building in New York. Uh, it's a 102-story building. Um, it didn't do it freehand. Tom Cruise would have done it freehand. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. He did it with a harness uh, in a bright orange jumpsuit. But this isn't like a high-fashion jumpsuit, yeah. Simo. This uh, is like the sort of... Do you, do you know, like the high vis patches and with stuff? the little yeah, with the the little yeah reflective yeah. pats that like sort of um, like road workers been yeah. there, that sort <laughs> yeah. of thing there. Yeah. He wore one of those to do it, as in the biggest look at me thing you could have picked. No. It's quite literally high visibility clothing. Is that a, is that a safety thing where he's been told he's got to wear that? Well, I'm not sure because what's going to hit him up there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a good point. You yeah. can see him, aren't you? He's the man of yeah, like, yeah, the, like, the fucking Empire State Building. Yeah, it's yeah, a good point. But, that is a very good point. Uh, he's done all of this uh, to promote his band, which is called 30 Seconds to Mars. Uh, they're going on a new tour this year. Uh, so this is just a big publicity stunt to this. Yeah. But the question I have for you, Simo, obviously Jared Leto is probably most famous oh, it's gotta be the, for his, playing... His biggest role. For, yeah, for playing Best role. the iconic character yeah. of Morbius. That I remember watching that for is the first there a time cinema here? with yourself. Mm. And I remember just being blown away. Yeah, uh, it's incredible. The best cinema experience I've yeah. ever had in my I, life. I, I yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. I can I just really. remember when when he he looked to camera and said, "It's Morbin time," and the whole theater just <laughs> clapped. It was brilliant. I can't but, believe they re-released that movie oh, because of the internet and no one saw because it. Because of money, Simo. <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously he's famous for playing Morbius. Yeah. And Morbius is a, a rogue of a f- famous uh, wall crawling superhero. Who's been, I think, named in every single episode of this podcast. Yeah, we're so Spider-Man. big Spider Man fans, apparently. But is this a bit of crossover, do you think? Is this Morbius uh, in the flesh, IRL? No, I was giving a little warning to Spider Man. That he was going to be dressed as Spider Man or something like that. Like, what? If you're going to climb in a, a building like the Empire State Building, mm. surely you want to go dress as Spider Man. Yeah, I think like, I would. <laughs> Well, I, mean, I mean, I just want to dress as Spider-Man every day. I think he couldn't have dressed as Morbius because then people have been like... Why is he dressed as Jared Leto? Well, yeah, why is, he, <laughs> why is he wearing his normal everyday clothes? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Um, but yeah, Jared Leto, you're not Tom Cruise. You're not going to be. Let it go. But well done, I suppose. Um, and you've got your promotion on this podcast, haven't you? We've, we've plug, plugged your band. Yeah, the one thing that he needs for his money is to be plugged on the 2 Yeah, podcast. that's very true. You're welcome. Uh, royalty check in the post, please. Uh, now, Simo, I think that's all it is for news this week. That is. It's, it's a nice news segment. It's yeah. not overwhelming. We've Compared had, to last week. Yeah, last, but, you know, news, it's important. It's the whole point of our podcast. Absolutely, it is. Um, and we want to inform you, the listener. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, uh, next is trailers. Yeah. Uh, we've got a few trailers this week. Um, some, I'd say, I'm more looking forward to than others. But, you know, we're, we're going to talk about them nonetheless. So our first trailer is uh, for Ghostbusters, uh, Frozen Empire. Brrr, it's cold. Whew, I actually did get a bit of shivers then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this movie's about someone dying from uh, freezing to death for the first time mm. in New York's history in the summer. Yeah. Um, and that's that's it. That's that's the whole movie. I wonder if that's true or if that's just... Uh, yeah, oh yeah. For narrative reasons. I've, why do I kind of want someone to... Freeze now in the summer, just fucking be like, you were wrong, pals. World. Well, I personally disagree. I don't. I don't want anyone to die. 
Obviously, I don't want you to die, but you know. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's not what you said, Simo. You can't it's, backtrack it's now. It's for cinema, baby. This oh, is well, what for we're cinema. Doing. This is for Hollywood. Yeah, anything's worth it for cinema. So maybe cast. not. Mm. We've got quite a good cast in this. Uh, we've got a couple of the OGs coming back, yeah, except yeah. for the ones that are dead or the one that's dead. And you um, like that, don't you, Simo? I'm hoping he froze to death in New York. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we've got Paul Rudd coming back as a. Uh, the best name on this entire cast list is Mr. Gooberson. Is that his, his actual name yeah, in Mr. these Gooberson. movies? Mr. Gooberson. I can't oh remember my. what his first name is And I from uh, Afterlife. So this movie follows on directly from Afterlife uh, and the original uh, Ghostbusters movie. But yeah, uh, Paul was coming back uh, as uh, Mr. Gooberson. We've got McKenna Grace, uh, who played Phoebe, uh, the daughter, mm. uh, in the last one. Uh, I thought that was a great great performance, to be fair, from a child actor. Like, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was good. I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we've got Finn Wolfhard, uh, who, mm. as you said earlier, yeah. <laughs> has uh, collected 80s franchises. Yeah, he's What's just... he done now? Is, an, uh, is that an 80s franchise or a 90s? I think it's, 80s, I think it? it's 80s, yeah. Ah, we'll put it in the same band. I think it, it was, I think the book probably definitely came out yeah. in I mean, the 80s. Yeah, strange things it isn't actually the 80s, but it's based off the 80s. It's set it? in the so, yeah, 80s. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go with it. Yeah, now um, Ghostbusters. Yeah, he's got... also in a band. and He's in a band. Bands were a thing in the 80s. Bands. Oh, I don't know if they were actually. Oh, no, they definitely were. Oh, I swear they came in the 90s. No, 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 no. You, you're mistaken <laughs> there, Simo. Yeah, then we've got um, Dan Aykroyd, uh, mm. you know, OG, playing yeah, on yeah. Ray again. Uh, it'd be nice to see him on screen. I think he's been. Has he been in every single Ghostbusters? Because wasn't he in the, the reboot that they did in like 2017? Oh, he might have had a cameo. I swear he did. That's what he's he, he was like, sold them the. It might have been. He didn't have a big role. No. I know that. Then we've got Ernie Hudson. He's yeah. back as Winston. I like uh, Obviously, Winston. that's going to be great to see. Uh, the director, so it's Gil Kennan. Um, he directed The Last One, uh, Afterlife. He's also known for, for Monster House. Oh. Uh, I think he also did Poltergeist as well. Monster uh, House. The, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Disney one. Oh, the animated, the animated one. Monster House. Oh. Yeah, no, not, not Haunted House. No, the, the oh, OG. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah. love that movie. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's incredible. by the house and been thrown out. I think, I think that's sort of all scary house movies yeah, though, isn't much, it? Yeah, uh, So yeah, basically what's going to happen in this then? Uh, so the Spangler family returned to uh, to New York and what <laughs> you see in the trailer is uh, they're on the beach, aren't they? It's like a lot of people on the beach having a good little time Yeah. and yeah. all of a sudden... The it's the hottest cloud. summer ever. Oh yeah, the hottest summer. They're all having a good mm. time. They're all popping a, a nice... A cool beverage. Coke mm. or Pepsi, whatever is your choice. Whoever was going to give us money for this podcast. Yeah. But yeah, and then they're all enjoying it, and then a mysterious cloud appears, <gasps> and then all of a sudden, ice everywhere. What? But it's and the hottest uh, time of year, Simo. I mean, what are you going to do in a situation like that? I mean, yeah. know, something mysterious is coming towards you. It feels a bit chilly and gooey. Who do you call? The police. No, Ghostbusters. You were meant, oh. to, you were meant to go, Ghostbusters! You oh. know that bit, that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you meant to do that. <laughs> you didn't do it, so... <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it looks, it looks really good. Um, yeah, so it's going to be a bit of a passing of the torch, which I thought, well, after that, that, that? I thought every that. Ghostbusters movie <laughs> yeah. since the original. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> He's still passing it. They finally found something that sticks, Yeah, they haven't officially passed over the torch yet. But yeah. I swear they all, up, they, they all tipped up the end of the last one. Yeah. And I thought that was the passing of the torch. Even the ghost of the, I can't remember <laughs> yeah. his name, of the Ghostbuster that died. <laughs> They, they got him back. Oh, that's what we want, isn't it? On the podcast. Oh, you know, what's his, whatever his name is. I can't but remember. Yeah, I'm also in the same position. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, I mean, yeah, it looks like it's going to be a bit of a passing of the torch again. But mm. Or I'd, I'd rather, I'm hoping it's a bit more of a team up. 
Where yeah. it's two little ghost versus teams have got to come together. It looks a bit like that in the trailer, sort of the old gen look. and new gen coming coming together. Yeah. Um, I mean, my personal favourite part of the trailer was when Paul Rudd says, "Oh my God, this is a frozen empire," to the camera, and then it cut to black. Um, no, I mean, I'm I'm excited for this. I'm, I, I like uh, Ghostbusters one and two, and I think they get progressively worse after that. Um, but no, okay. I'm excited. Afterlife. I thought it was okay, but it was just a movie to me. Yeah, I, I think it's a Sunday movie. Yeah, you know something that you've you've, you've it, had your Sunday dinner. It's you're like bloated. made for ITV two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's it one of those. Or Boxing Day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just on in the morning or something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Um, but no, I'll, I'll go and see it. Yeah, so this this comes out um, the 29th of March, twenty twenty four. That's what it is at the moment. Obviously, it might mm. change. Um, obviously, with whatever delays might happen or anything like that, it could, could change. But it is pending for the 29th of March next year. Uh, so it's not actually that far away. No. Um, next up, this one. I reckon we might. We're gonna. We're gonna fuck up a lot on this one. I think. Yeah. We might get hate from people, but. Um, Avatar, The Last Airbender. Yes. Um, now, I am not that familiar with this franchise. Mm. Um, I've seen very small amounts of the old animation when it used yeah. to be on, on, on Toonatic. <laughs> wow. So, That's yeah, an old yeah I didn't have Sky as a kid. My parents wouldn't let me have it. It's so, not a, hurt, a, word, a name I've heard for a long time. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, uh, I'm the same. I've, I've only seen like little bits of the old uh, animated show. Yeah. Like years ago. Yeah. I mean, I know the I know the premise. Yeah. Um, but you know, yeah, I, I don't really know much about it. So if we get anything wrong, let us know. Just, just yeah, let us just leave us alone. All right. <laughs> just, right. But yeah, so the cast in this looks pretty good actually. It looks quite good. Um, yeah. We've got Daniel Day Kim who's playing uh, Fire Lord Oze. If I've pronounced that wrong, I don't care. Uh, yeah, he's um. You know, most well known for his, his role as Raymond in Spider Man Two. Um, yeah. <laughs> and if you don't know, he was in Spider Man Two, and he had like a, a small part as Doc Ock's little uh, yeah friend. His best known role. Yeah, that's his best known role. Uh, then we've got uh, Paul Sun Hyang Lee. Mm. Uh, Big Star Wars in, fan. Yes, he's in all. Is he in all of the TV shows that they've made? Uh, I think Post so. Mando. Has he been in Boba Fett? Yeah, I think he's in Boba Fett. Yeah, so he's 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 kind of like the linchpin. It seems like that's uh, he's the the TV verse. the Nick Fury. Yeah, of the man. Yeah, yeah, I think he. Uh, yeah, pretty much is, isn't he? He's the Nick Fury of the man. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's playing. Um, I'm gonna say it's wrong, aren't I? Go on, give Uncle it a try. Iro. Yeah, Uncle Iro. Iro. That's Iro. right. Yeah, that sounds right. Doesn't he's it? the goat of yeah. Avatar, if I remember right. Best character. Well, I will see it. When it's on the screen, his character looks really cool though. You can see him on the trailer, can't you? He's got like, mm. little, like, like the side beard and like, yeah, yeah. top knot. I like that. Well, I, I know Especially everything about this show, so I know, I know every single last thing I can tell oh, okay. you. Okay, so what, what what does he do then? Uh, so he's uh, an uncle. Yeah. Um, of uh, the Fire Lord. The Fire Lord. Uh, and I think from what I can remember. The uncle of, cause... Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, uh, and I think he sort of tries to steer him down the right path, um, but the Fire Lord's Fire. obviously the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. You know, because. Red, yeah. Bad. Fire, bad. Yeah, it's got to be, hasn't it? It's how we coded yeah. to work. Yeah, water, well, good. Fire, bad. Uncle Ira's the goat, and then following that, the second best character is the big fluffy dog bear thing that flies. Oh, the never-ending, the never-ending story dragon. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one. Um, yeah, so then we've got Gordon Cormier who's playing Ang, which mm. is the Airbender. Whoa. Yeah, I've bended some air. How did you do you? that? You just brought if, leaves if into you, the room. I'd have to kill you. I've got to pick these bloody leaves up now. You, <laughs> now you're done with them. 
So he's playing a. Uh, it looks really cool, actually. I like mm. the uh, the design of it. I mean, you can't really change much. He's got a big arrow no. on his head. Yeah. Like, no way. Uh, I want to know. Did did he have to shave his head off? Did he have to then go to school after filming this? Yeah. <laughs> and like, I can just imagine them doing it with like permanent marker on his head, so he can't even yeah, rub it yeah. off. He's got the, the little arrow on his head. It's probably why we haven't seen anything because that counts as promotion. Oh shit! Yeah. And he's just, got a bloody permanent he's got, arrow on his head. He's got it tattooed. Yeah. <laughs> he's in the studio. They're like, yeah, we're just gonna do this for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now you'll always be hanging our eyes. You'll always be the airbender. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. So it looks pretty good. Uh, the trailer. Mm. Um, Looks, I think it looks incredible. The visuals look really cool. Yeah. Um, I think every time it goes to the Fire Nation, it's always really dark and then everything mm. else. It's like really nice and vibrant. Doesn't Not give vibrant. a huge amount away either. No, no. I mean, obviously, if you've if you've watched the old movie or the old show, I'm sure you know what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, basically, what's going on? It's a war torn land, um, and basically, there's there's some people that can bend for classic elements. Can you guess Ooh. what those elements are? Iron, silver, gold. No, you idiot. You're thinking of actual elements. These are makeshift elements. Makeshift? Make-belief elements. We've got water, earth, fire and air. But all those things exist also, Simon. Yeah, all on earth as well. So. Oh, you mean more elemental elements. Yeah, so I think what they mean is... you know, Wait, just... is this just one big rip-off of the elementals. movie Elementals? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a social, the social commentary movie. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. And Elementals <laughs> came out this year, so... Yeah, it yeah. definitely became before the entire premise of, of Avatar. Of, of Avatar, yeah, they, they've stolen the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's... Well, hopefully they do a better job of it than Elementals did. Yeah, because it was shit. Yeah, honest. Um, we actually went to watch that. We went to watch. Um, it was an advanced screening. It yeah. was a secret one, and everyone was hoping for Indiana Jones. Yeah, and then the massive collective sigh. It wasn't good. Like we were walking up the steps as it like came on. We? So we yeah. didn't know what it was. We just heard. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, that a few but, people yeah. got up to leave. They did. Can you blame them? No. I wish I did. <laughs> I, I wish we had to leave, but we'd paid, so yeah. we, were, we were staying. Uh, but yeah, it was pretty good. Um, I've seen quite a few mixed reactions online. Mm-hmm. Um, one, this is a quote. I haven't put the person's name in it, but um, but I have. I've got the quote from. Uh, so some people ask him, "Why are we getting something we didn't ask for?" Uh, well, there's there's two simple things for you here: yeah. money, and it's not for you. Yeah. <laughs> like if you don't want it. It's not for you. Don't worry about it. Move on. Yeah. It's not going to bother you that it's out there in the world. And two, I think it's because Netflix want to make money. I think that's why it's there. That's the big one. Um, you know, they, they they clearly got the rights to it, and we're like, shit, we need to do something with it. So they've 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 done something with it. Yeah. So there's the answer to your question, random person mm, on the internet. Not only that. And if you listen to this podcast and you're the one that did that, I'm glad I've answered it for you. Yeah. Um, this could be a ten episode release, and it's coming out on February twenty second, twenty twenty four. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I think it looks good. I think the the cast, like how they've translated the animated characters to live action, yeah, like the casting director deserves a pay rise. Like, yeah, it's, it looks really good. Incredible casting, and yeah. I've only got one question on this one with the with the episode releases. Mm. Is it going to be doing the new format for Netflix releases? Or are they going to do? Um, I couldn't find anything on the internet. I was trying to find. I've scoured yeah every single corner of the internet. So if I can't find it, and you're listening, you found it. Good on you. Um, <laughs> I don't. I want to know if they're, they're doing it in parts or if it's going to be all the wanna like the old times. Yeah. Um, I'd be quite interested to see that. I re- I think they'll probably be better for themselves if they did it in parts. Yeah, um, I think just to keep it in the zeitgeist. If it's coming out at the end of the month, they'll probably release half of it in one, and then, and half, then of the half of it in the next month yeah. to get you just yeah. to really lock you down for that two month subscription payment. Exactly. 
Yeah. And, and you better not be sharing your password because no. they'll get you. Don't send the Netflix police after me, <laughs> whatever you do. Uh, the next one we've got Inside Out 2. Whoa. Yeah, so there was a first one. And that but was if, the you're, one. if you're Inside Out and then you're Inside Out again, are you the back one? Okay, so we've got The Outside 2. Is that, is that what yeah. it would be? The Outside? Um, I guess so. Or Outside Inwards. Oh, but I never feel the need to specify that I'm not Inside Out. I think everyone knows that you're not inside out. So this movie's just called Two. The num- okay, movie two. Movie so, two. Movie two is coming out. Uh, we've watched the trailer just before this. Yeah. Because um, I think it only just released like yeah. a few days, like a day ago. Is that very new? Yeah. Yeah, it's very new. Um, yeah. So basically, what's going to ha- what what we kind of get from the uh, the trailer from this is all the original emotions from uh, from episode one. Yeah, mm. I guess episode one from the first yeah. movie. They're all there. They're having a bit of a good time in the old headquarters, and then. But what's this? <gasps> a renovation team? No. Um, yeah, then we see a little montage of people just destroying their office, and then yeah. all of a sudden, new a new emotion arrives. Uh, and now this new emotion is played by Maya Hawke, and it's anxiety mm. <gasps> because um, it's basically going to be following the main protagonist as she goes through her teenage years. And as everyone knows, you don't have anxiety until you're a teenager. No, it doesn't uh, happen. Yeah, I definitely never felt any form of other emotions other than anger, happiness, sadness and hunger when I was a kid. Hunger? <laughs> Is that an emotion? It's definitely <laughs> not one in the movie. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, so we've got uh, Phyllis Smith, uh, as you, most people know her from either the first one or from The Office. Yeah. Um, she's playing Sadness. Ryan Hawke playing Anxiety. Tony Hale as Fear. Uh, Lisa Liparia as uh, Disgust, uh, which I constantly have when I look at you. Yeah. Uh, Amy Fowler uh, he's playing Joy, Lewis Black as Anger. Uh, I think it looks pretty good. The animation style, I think, is is pretty uh, it's pretty cool. I, I like this style of animation that they've, they they did. It's Pixar, isn't it? Yeah. Um, is this going to do much for for Pixar? Because I know they're in a bit of a, a downward spiral, aren't they? Yeah. At the I mean, the, the first one's good. I mean, the, there's a few cast members that aren't returning on this one that they've recast. Um, I know Mindy Kaling. Was in the first one, yeah, and so was Bill Hader, yeah, um, as disgust and fear, respectively. Um, so they've been replaced. I don't know if that's because of a maybe a schedule issue or maybe lack of faith in in the project. But I mean, it, it looks good. I mean, we're we're not the intended audience for it. No, um, not at all. And I trust Pixar to make a a heartfelt animated movie. Probably the best ones to do it. Um, Other than Elemental. Yeah, other than Elementals, yeah. I, I generally thought it was just so shit. Yeah, appalling. Yeah, um, so this is getting directed uh, by Kelsey Mann, which is actually his first film directing. Whoa. Yeah, it's the first time he's directed a movie. He has directed previously once before, uh, but that's for a TV show. Um, but yeah, this is going to be his first time directing. Uh, obviously, it's a bit different uh, directing an animated movie, but he is, yeah. he's, he's, wor- he's been working on a, he's worked on a lot of stuff. Um, in animation and stuff like that, so yeah, it, yeah, it's not a bad sort of movie I think to, to debut with. Um, but yeah, I think it looks looks pretty good. Yeah, um, so now it's in it's in post production and it's expected for June next year. Um, obviously, with releases nowadays, they're all up in the air. They change yeah. the front and center. Uh, so this it could be out next next year in uh, in June. It might not be, but I think for the top the sort of audience this is for, they're mm. not really the audience that. Are, hard done by when a, a, no. a move date changes they're not like us horrible nerds that no. as soon as we get told that a movie's been delayed I, I hope the, the audience street. of this movie isn't listening to this show 
to be yeah, honest. If not, uh, we, we do swear in this, um, yeah. so maybe don't listen to this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think it looks all right. Although, if you're on your parents' phone... Subscribe. Yeah, leave a review. Leave a review. <laughs> if there's anything like. you want to know about more swear words, um, leave us a question yeah, <laughs> in the comments. Or, or go and ask your parents. Yeah. Tell them that some, some people on the internet told you what some swear words were. <laughs> you, you want to know more? <laughs> maybe don't do that. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, um, the last trailer is the mm. one that I'm most excited for. Okay. Um, and that's Masters of the Air. Wow. Um, now I've I personally love military movies. They are mm. probably one of my favourite genres. I was yeah. actually allowed to watch Black Hawk Down before I was allowed to watch Pirates of the Caribbean as a kid. Wow. Because my parents <laughs> thought that skeletons would uh, would be scary for me. But I can see uh, you know Orlando Bloom fall out of a helicopter towards his death and yeah. you're going to get shot at. But yeah, uh, I can see yeah I can see all that. But no, I can't see uh, I can't see skeletons because scary. Mm. Uh, but yeah, this looks really good. So it's following the hundredth bomb group. Um, as their mission in, in bombing Europe, trying mm-hmm. to bring the war to Hitler's doorstep, yeah. uh, which is what it was. Now, it's produced again by the same people who did uh, Band of Brothers Ooh. and The Pacific. Uh, so Spielberg and Hanks are both both involved in this. As big boots to fill. Models. It's a strong property to follow. Very, very much so. I mean, if, if any of you have watched uh, Band of Brothers, uh, you'll probably know that it is. And I'm going to say this right now. Uh, this is not a hot take. If you're, you're wrong, if you don't agree with this, it is the best made TV program to date, in my opinion. Yeah, I'd, in, I'd struggle to disagree. Um, like you, you can say Game of Thrones all you want, but this is a TV series that knew what it was. It went for one series because that's all it needed. It yeah. told its story. It left, um, and I think it's always been the emotional connections between the people inside those movies have always been incredible. Mm. Uh, I think Pacific showed that more so in the the emotion side of it um, as that was more of like a character driven one where it was focusing on uh, the lives of uh, individuals as opposed to a, to a team uh, but this one uh, I, I am excited for it's not going to be like Top Gun bot for TV no uh, it looks like it is a bomber group so it is going to be slow and dramatic but yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to it uh, this is meant to be coming out in January 26 uh, next mm. year so it's literally day. not long at all uh, and yeah, it is. It mm. is a good day, isn't it, for for some? It is. It is a good day. Yeah, I'm excited for this. Uh, the cast looks great. Um, yes. Austin Butler still in his Elvis voice. Still playing Elvis. Era, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think there's there's some really strong casting. I think Barry Keoghan's in this as well. Yes. Um, which is he's just having a, a great year. Um, uh, apparently. It it does look really good. And for for t- obviously it's been produced by I think. Apple and HBO. Yes, I believe the ones uh, the ones making it. Obviously, HBO made made the last two, so it's, it's no surprise there. Uh, but yeah, it's it's never surprising these sort of shows to them to have just all actors and actresses from everything. So yeah, um, I mean the old ones had it, it, Jimmy Kimmel popped up at one point as just to do a resupply. Yeah, um, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel is he in this? Not oh, in this, no, no sorry, it's yeah. in Band of... Is it Band of Brothers? No, it's in Saving Private Ryan, isn't yeah. it? Um, yeah. Which, if you didn't know, Saving Private Ryan was actually made to prove that Band of Brothers could be done. There um, you go. So Saving Private Ryan was actually just a... Uh, it was just a marketing campaign for Band of Brothers. It, not necessarily just that, but it was to show that people wanted that sort of thing and to prove that the way they, they were going to film it was going to actually work, which is why them two are so similar in the way they're filmed and stuff like that. Mm. Um, 
it went quite serious in other way we were talking about that then but yeah, yeah. like it's I'm, I'm really excited for it I, I absolutely love this this is dad tv yeah back at it um, dad cinema's had a big is, uh, yeah a big run now it's time for dad tv and it's back to tv uh, yeah. yeah i'm really looking forward to this and mm. this is probably the one that i'm looking forward to most um i remember it got mentioned and rumored for, for years that they were going to be doing another one yeah uh, so yeah this is this i'm hoping it doesn't flop no I, I think it'll do well i think apple tv and hbo are two big signs of quality now when it comes to tv um yeah. so I'm, I'm i'm sure it'll do well i'm, I'm excited for it I do like miniseries as well when it's just contained you know that they're not going to be trying to sell you a next season or anything no like there's so. no sequel bait it's no. just it's all payoff you see what you see what you get yeah exactly that and you don't get any product placement in these sort of movies really Watch, no. I'll say this now and they'll just be like although this is a TV everywhere. show so yeah this is a TV show yeah I think that's, I'm, I'm excited for it and that is all my trailers for this week. There are a few other trailers that have come out this week, films like Migration and stuff like that, but... Yeah, would you want to sit here for three hours and listen to us talk about trailers? No, you don't. I know I don't want to sit here for three hours and talk about them. So no, I, I, can't, I, can't, yeah, I, I can't imagine people want to sit for three hours I, I want to get to the, to the title segment and talk about the Marvels. You, you want, want to get to the title I segment? I do want to get to the title segment. Well, let's do that, shall we? Right after, a quick word from the sponsor of this episode. Who Clothing is a fantastic new brand recently launched by two lads from Derbyshire in the UK who have a passion for sustainability, active living and looking damn good while you do it. Their goal is to craft fantastic products that give back to communities and individuals without being a burden on our planet. Their first product, the Trash Trooper Cap, is fully hand-stitched and made completely from fully recycled and upcycled materials. Who have partnered with sustainable partner Topiku to make sure that they are actually having a positive impact and have committed to driving sustainable environmental, social and economic growth in developing communities across the globe. Now, we don't just promote anything on this show, and I can say hands down that this Trash Trooper cap is genuinely one of the best made and comfiest products that I have used all year. I wear a lot of hats, I'm a big cap guy, and I can definitely say that the Trash Trooper cap is probably the best looking one in my collection. Please do check them out on Instagram if you would like to learn more about how they operate sustainably and ethically at Who Official Clothing. That is at H-U Official Clothing. And on all other social media platforms at Who Official. Their website is also live now at www.whoofficialclothing.com. That is www.huofficialclothing.com. Head over there now, check them out. Get yourself a Trash Trooper cap and take the first step to making your wardrobe more sustainable for everyone. Thanks again to Who Clothing for sponsoring this episode. Now, let's get into the title segment of the show, Simo. Let's do it. The Marvels. So, the way this, uh, these review segments work normally, we're going to do non-spoilers first, then we'll do uh, our rating. Uh, which is to see or not to see after all. That is the question, isn't it, Simon? That Simo? is the question on this question. No questions asked podcast. No, just just the one question. Just the one question, actually. Yeah. Uh, then after that, we'll dive into a, a bit of a spoiler discussion. Um, we will warn you at the time, but if you don't want to hear spoilers, maybe skip past that bit. But the Marvels, Simo. Marvels. What do you think? I thought it was incredible, actually. Not inc- incredible. Incredible. Oh no. You know what? We have to Let's take the it. first Let's answer. Yeah, incredible. I thought it was incredible. I enjoyed it. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I had a really good time think, watching it. I think maybe saying incredible now might might have been a nope. little you've said it. <laughs> little hiccup there, saying it so quickly. Because uh, it's not a perfect movie. Um, but, to, 
I'm not going to say it's not a perfect movie actually because no movie's perfect except for the original <laughs> Star Wars um, and Revenge of the Sith. But the Marvels. But the Marvels, yeah. Um, good. I really enjoyed it. It was fun. It. I, I laughed quite a lot. Yeah, I, it's I laughed funny. At jokes that I think were were meant for people that are a bit younger than myself. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely laughing at. Uh, some of the most simplest jokes. Yeah, um, but they, they worked. Yeah, it, it, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a well well put together movie. Um, and uh, just from all the stuff I've seen on the internet coming into it, where they talk about disjointed plots and stuff like that, mm. uh, I, I'd, I'd say there is some things in the plots that could be better. Yeah. But I, I genuinely think it, as a comic book movie, yeah, it, it's good. It's yeah. a good comic book movie. It felt like just reading an issue of a comic book. Yeah, it was it was simple. The, the premise was simple. They literally talk about how everything happens and the reasons for why. Mm. Very early on, they literally just go, "This is why it's happening," and then that's it. There's no like deep explanation to it. It's very simple. No, um, and, I, and I like it. Yeah, I'd, I'd echo all of that. Uh, I thought it was really good. Uh, moved it a clip as well, which is nice. Yeah. Um, after some of the things we've seen recently, it was yeah. nice just to have a, a a relatively quick cinema yeah. experience. Um, I think. The the biggest thing for me, I think, what made it is is the chemistry between the three leads. Um, so sort of Captain Marvel, uh, Photon, and then Miss Marvel. Their their chemistry as a team and the, those actors together, fantastic. Yeah, uh, really good. Yeah, and to be honest, I think we could probably say that we're not the intended demographic for this movie. No. But regardless of that, really good. Just good fun as well yeah yeah it was nice to go f- to a movie that was just fun yeah um, there's not anything there wasn't there didn't seem to be any deep meaning behind a lot of the stuff it was literally just yeah have a comic book movie yeah um, and that was nice and it, uh, it does follow on granted from the the from Ms. Marvel yes. a little bit of WandaVision and yeah. from um, from Captain Marvel Captain as well Marvel. Um, but even then I think it does a pretty good job of explaining the, the points if yeah. you haven't seen them, um, so if you are going into this blind, it, it won't make a, a huge difference to that. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought, like I said, the the, the cast was the the big standout for me. Um, yeah, it was brilliant, like solid performances. The story, like you said, it, I think it was not disjointed. I think no. as as a narrative, it was good. I think there was maybe just some, a couple of narrative points which maybe could have been expanded on or developed a little bit more yeah um but by that i, I think it was really good it was just a fun time in, yeah. in the cinema um, I, don't, I don't think this is a spoiler um and if mm. it is we'll, we'll just edit it out i guess um it's in the trailer uh, they're switching their powers there's something yes. something's happening in the movie which means every time they use their power well not every time they use their powers mm. sometimes when they use their powers yeah they switch places yeah and i in in the movie there's they have to deal with that challenge and Try and overcome it, and I think the way that work they do overcome team. it, yeah, and work as a team, uh, the Marvels, um, and uh, and I, I think the way that it works and the way that they, they overcome it, um, I think it's done really well. It's yeah. not just oh they the superheroes so they can just instantly deal with this situation. Yeah, a lot of the movie is them figuring out how to work together as a team. Yeah, and I think the culmination of that, um, I don't think the culmination was as good as some of the other sequences. Still very good sequences. Mm. But I, I thought the uh, the bits whether it was all it was disjointed, if you will, as in the way that the way they didn't understand what was going on. And, yeah. Um, there's bits in where the people are teleporting to space into people's houses and stuff like that. I thought that was 
really good and really yeah. fun. Yeah, um, really well made. I think there's uh, obviously there's been a lot of talk about like CGI, especially yeah. for Marvel movies. I'd say probably ninety five percent of it was really good. Um, there's only you know a, a couple of scenes that actually stood out to me as like oh god that's a bit a bit jarring. Yeah. Um, but bar that, the visual effects on whole were were, were pretty good um, across the board. Um, and probably quite visually effects dependent as well. Yeah. Obviously, given their their power sets, it's not something you can do physically. You know, sort of in real life um, with the powers that they all have. But I think they were they were great. The only thing I'll say with the VFX um, is because the bit that you the bit you're talking about mm. didn't look great. It's a flying sequence, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, the only reason I don't get how they've managed to make this one look so terrible it's mm. not so terrible it's okay it's fine it's not going to ruin your viewing experience no but it just it just looks off yeah. I don't get it because Guardians of the Galaxy just came out yeah same studio and the flying sequence where it was a POV yeah was incredible it was uh, uh, the best I, I can compare it to is the scene in Black Widow in the movie yeah. where um, spoilers for Black Widow um, but where Yelena falls off the thing. Yes, yeah, and yeah. It's like the really blurred background, and it's so obviously a green screen. Yeah. Um, a similar vibe to that in, in one of the scenes. I agree. But, but on the whole, pretty pretty good. The, uh, you could tell when they were using the volume as well, and I think I don't think it was that bad. No. Um, so when they were on some planets, you could tell that you could you can tell it is the volume. Yeah. Um, but I think it was done quite well. Um, but uh, saying that though, they were just stood. They yeah. didn't move around in, in, in those scenes that much. No. Um, they, they were kind of just, just stood there. But I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Um, Samuel Jackson, I thought, was great in it. He, yeah. He, he, he's still doing it. He's still doing it. He is still doing it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was good. I mean, I, I think for me, the, the standout member of the cast by far is uh, Iman Vellani, oh, who is yeah. Ms. Marvel. He's um, incredible in it. Not to sort of devalue everyone else's performance because everyone is pretty good but she carries especially the, the comedic scenes in yeah. this movie she does those really really well um and you know i hope that they can really expand on her character more because she is great you know she's doing a really good job she's she's on here with some big some heavy hitters you know like brie larson's an oscar winner yeah uh, samuel l jackson's just iconic at this point and you know as, as a young actor that hasn't been in a huge amount of projects, you know, she she holds her own and, sh- and she's great. But I also think the whole, all of Ms. Marvel's family, all of those actors kill it. I Their the, family dynamic is a, incredible. There's a scene very early on where there's a lot of stuff going on and the, the family are involved um, and I thought it was really fun. Mm. Um, I, I don't want to go too much into that scene while we're not in spoilers, but no, it was, um, it was really fun. Um, I think that the mum, from the family is that my standout from, yeah. from them. She is um, really good. I think it's yeah. I, I I genuinely think she was the best thing of the movie. Miss um, mm. Marvel. I thought. Uh, that, well, to be fair, it's kind of it feels more like her story. Yeah. Um, than the others. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I like the fact that it's like a little little group of sisters. Yeah. Having, having fun times in space. And they all needed each other. They did. Uh, yeah. Which you find out in in the movie. Um, do you want to go into spoilers? Um, I think, yeah, maybe. Just on one other point, I think uh, the villain is good. Yes, um, yeah. Not one of the most complex villains that we've seen. Um, however, I think 
Zora Ashton, who's who's playing the villain, Darben. Yeah, I think. she's the new accuser. Yeah, yeah. Um, she does a great job, um, and she's uh, she's a British actor as well. Is is it? Is she not in Fresh Meat? Yeah, yeah, she's... Uh, <laughs> Genuinely, it was killing me. The entire time I was watching it, I just kept looking, thinking it was Viv. Yeah, she's Vod. Vod, sorry. Not yeah, Viv. she's Vod in Vod. Fresh Meat. Uh, <laughs> and she's in a couple episodes of Doctor Who as well. Um, but as we've discovered yeah. previously, you're not a real fan, so you, you don't really understand it that much. <laughs> well, um, we all she's, know anyone listening to this, Liam Besson, if he's listening, me and him are the real mm. Doctor Who fans here. We, we know what we're on about Okay, David Tennant. <laughs> Okay. Um, See how I said David yeah. Tennant as Doctor Who. Yep, yeah, I heard. Uh, but she's great. I think she does. She does good with what she's got. I think she gets probably the most out of that yeah. character and the way it's written. Um, um, and she, she's good. I genuinely thought that her her reasoning behind what she was doing in the movie mm. it made a lot of sense. I think the execution didn't make any sense, but I think the I think the reason for that is. Is a bit of law in universe law. Yeah. But then I think they kind of break that when it comes to the last bit. Um, yeah. So I actually, yeah. So I, we'll talk about that in, in spoilers. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was quite good. I yeah. enjoyed it, and I thought the portrayal of it was really good. I think she acted really well. Um, but I just, I, I could, I just didn't care that much about the villain. Mm, yeah, it, it wasn't so much a sympathetic villain. It was sort of, sort of skewed towards trying to be, but I, I don't think it, it paid off. You know that well, um, but you know she's she's great in the role. Um, she is good, um, and yeah, I think uh, my expectations were pretty low going into this, um, but I left feeling yeah. pretty happy about it. Actually, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I think for a lot of people, if you go into this, just go in with an open mind, and it, yeah. it'll it'll surpass your expectation if you do that. If you go in expecting it to be like Civil War or yeah, it's the not Avengers that. movies, then no, it's not going to be. Just go in as if it's a solo movie. Um, mm. that's, yeah, it's, it's just a comic book movie and you will enjoy it. Um, Brie Larson was great in it. Um, there is a bit in the movie that talks about... I'll leave it for spoilers. I'll leave yeah. it for spoilers. Well, let's, let's move on to spoilers. Let's, let's rate it first. Yes. Uh, so we're going to count down from three we and are. we're going to answer the, the question. The question, mm. the one question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Three, Three two, one. To, to see. see. Yeah, it's got Absolutely to see. Absolutely to see. It's, it's got yeah. to see. It's a good movie. Better than Ant-Man. Really yeah, way better than Quantumania. Yeah. Holy shit. Not even close. Um, uh, yeah, I think... We were talking about it earlier, weren't we, of like superhero movies. Like we have, We've had Guardians this year, but you know, it's not like a stereotypical superhero movie, whereas this kind of felt like a return to that a little bit. Yeah. Um, in some ways, um, but yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it. So this this scene we talked about earlier with the family. So it's whoa, very early. Whoa, on. whoa, whoa! We haven't done a spoiler warning yet, Simo. Oh, but they know. There you go. There's a. Spoiler That's your warning. official spoiler alarm. Now we're not going to do chapters for this podcast. So if you don't want to hear spoilers and you want to hear mm. what is next, I'd, I'd say just just wing it. Just wing it. Live a little. Yeah. If you get a spoiler, it's on you at that point, not yeah. on us. But we are officially should. now in spoilers. We are. From now. From here. This point. Because you did the, the noise. I did it. What's the noise? Ba, 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 there you go. You've heard it again. That's more spoilers inbound. Yeah. It could work your way. Brace, brace, brace. So this... Oh, buddy, yeah, before we've even got into spoilers, I've just realised we've got to talk about the budget. We'll do that after. We'll do that after. Uh, but yeah, so... 
there's one thing I just want to talk about in this movie. I want to get it off my chest quite quickly. Mm. Um, so obviously Marvels, Captain Marvel, Brie Larson has had loads of hate all the time to do with this role and yeah. any role she ever does. Yeah. Because there's just a corner of horrible men on the internet that are just so insecure of themselves that yeah. a woman's doing well in something, they hate it. How dare she? Um, yeah, how, how dare women have representation on the screen? How <gasps> dare they? Um, and that might be your view, Simo, but it's, it's not my view, personally. <laughs> oh, no, someone's going to cut that, I'm, aren't they? I'm pro Someone's going to cut that and say that I'm pro, <laughs> yeah. <but> I'm not. <laughs> well, just so you know, I'm not. I am, I am, I am. Um, but yeah, really last one. Obviously, gets a lot, got a lot of hate for the last role. Uh, mm. No reason for why she gets the hate just because she plays she, a powerful she's a, character. She's, she's a woman. woman. Yeah, that, yeah, that seems to be um, the, the main seemed, reason. I don't know if it was. I don't know if this is intentional, but it, I kind of got the the feeling that part of that hate was woven into the story. Um, yeah. So part of um, Captain Marvel's story arc in this is that in the last movie she came and obviously destroyed the AI that was leading the Kree Empire, um, and she was seen as as the um, what was the name she was called? The, the Annihilator. <laughs> the Annihilator. Yeah, she was given the, the title of the Annihilator. Um, and basically, she doesn't like that name. She doesn't like the fact she was given it. Uh, but essentially, to, to the Kree, she, she like destroyed what she, what they yeah. knew of the world and what they knew of their, their, their place in the universe. In the most brutal way possible, is yeah, how it turned like, out. Um, yeah, their, their sun is damaged. Uh, yeah. they've got, they've no a, atmosphere. Yeah, no atmosphere. They've had a civil war. Drought. Um, drought. and Yeah, and basically, she's like having to come to terms with this hate that she... she, she gotten for this mm. and she's like oh I'm sorry this isn't what I wanted this is not what I was setting out to achieve mm. and as a as a viewer I kind of felt that that was a little bit of like commentary I don't think it was intentional but it felt a little bit like commentary on what happened to her yeah um, look, it's very subtle yeah it's, it's, subtle. it's, it's not, not it's not a main part it's of not on the nose no, at no, all no. Uh, you know they, they do it very well but I, I do think that is probably woven into the story yeah. a little bit yeah definitely um, and I, I definitely think that. Um, <laughs> sorry, uh, Ryan just changed uh, the spelling on the the document got in front of me because I I did it very quickly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I spelled her name wrong. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, yeah, that that was the one. I just want to jump onto that bit and then we'll we'll go back to the style and we'll go through the rest of the movie. But I just wanted to say that, that I thought it was quite nice. If that is intentional, I think that's quite nice that they've done that. Yeah, I mean she yeah. she doesn't deserve it no. in the slightest, and she she's good in in the role. She always has been. So, what, what, but what is the movie? What's the, what's the so, overarching story? Well, the spoiler story, or the spoiler, spoiler version spoiler of this story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Captain Marvel's out in space, and she's on a ship, she's lonely. Uh, Monica Rambeau, after the events of WandaVision, has her powers and is working for Sabre on Nick Fury's space station. Um, all of a sudden, though, they, they detect this sort, some sort of rift mm. with the, uh, the, like, the little wormhole transportation things up in space. Um, both Captain Marvel and uh, Captain Rambo, as we'll refer to her, uh, go to investigate these disturbances, at which point their powers become entangled. Ooh. Mm. And that's, that's the explanation we get for their powers being entangled. Um, it's just light that, powers, isn't it? That's it, yeah. They <laughs> just, have. Just light powers. They all have light base powers. And they're, and they're the only ones. Yeah. <laughs> and then they get. Yeah, they get entangled together. Yeah. Um, I, re- I like the pro. It's very simple, isn't it? Yeah. I, and it's, I like that. They, they use it to their advantage as well. There's there's some really cool sequences of like fight scenes where they switch yeah. in and you know, you, you're travelling from uh, Kamala Khan's house to the Sabre space station to some random planet that Captain Marvel's on and they're all yeah. switching places and they, they do it really, really well. 
Um, it's really well managed, and especially sort of later on once they've learned to, you know, work as a unit and switch at the same time and use that to their advantage. Yeah. Uh, it works really, really well. I've only got one problem with the way that they were teleporting. Mm. So obviously, Monica Rambo's in space. Yes, she's in a spacesuit. Yeah, she teleports. Mm. She moves out of the spacesuit and yeah. lands on and, and goes into Kamala Khan's house. Yeah, she's got her superhero costume on, mm. but the spacesuit's still in space. Yeah. So why is it that their normal clothes? Because we see that normal clothes can be kept on while they teleport. Yeah. But the astronaut suit doesn't. I suppose it's probably an additional layer. I think it was so they didn't and kill. Uh, Miss Marvel in space straight away. That, and but, I'd also <laughs> say maybe lack of direct contact yeah. with the skin. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe. Obviously, the clothes are touching the skin, whereas uh, an astronaut thing uh, isn't going to be touching an the skin. An astronaut thing. Yeah, an astronaut thing. Also, when we're talking about the, the gates that they were using to teleport from, mm. they mentioned the name of them so many times in the movie, and I, I couldn't can't say for the life of me what they're called. I really couldn't tell you. Access points? I don't know. They're like wormholes or, yeah, or something. Yeah. Um, Hexagons. It looks yeah. like the sky from uh, Chicken Little. Yeah, <laughs> it looks basically. Like um, yeah, so the villain um, yeah. is is basically after revenge for what Captain Marvel did to the the Kree homeworld, yeah. um, and she does this by finding another one of Miss Marvel's bangles, yeah. um, and then using that power along with the power from Roman the Accuser's big the space hammer, weapon. the universal weapon. Uh, she's using that to open these new like transportation holes in space to basically steal resources from other planets. Yeah. Um, she's targeting planets that, you know, Captain Marvel has an affinity with. Uh, so she goes to one and takes the sea because it's like 97% water. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she goes to another one and takes the atmosphere and then she comes to Earth and tries to steal the sun. Now, I've, I've got a problem with this plan. Mm. So she doesn't want, she doesn't want Miss, Mar- uh, Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel anywhere near her, her plants. She doesn't no. want her anywhere near her. No. So why attack her, pla- her planets, like the things that hold dear to her, yeah, yeah. to make any sense? Now, I started to try and think in my head, maybe there's a reason why they're attacking these certain planets. Mm. And I think they do mention it's to do with the system, don't they? Yeah. But then they break that law by later on then going to Earth to steal the sun. Yeah. So yeah, basically, she's stealing, the sun's died, so they need a sun. They have mm-hmm. no water, so they need water. And, and then the atmosphere is in it, yeah. Like you yeah. Said. Um, so I, I was, obviously, they said in Guardians of the Galaxy that you can't jump through too many holes at once because no. it ruins all it goes everything goes weird yeah, so I was kind all, of thinking oh maybe they can only go to planets nearby um, and take resources from those planets mm. but then they go to Earth which I'm like I don't know I don't know space but it's quite far away isn't it clearly you, you think and, so yeah, it's a like, different galaxy and, and they try to take the sun now I've, I've just there's just one problem with, with the plan and I get it she's evil alright I get it just space infinite yeah. space is infinite go to a system where they have a sun and just take that one. But there's no no people on no people there. Mm. Not going to hurt anyone. But then she wouldn't be evil, so yeah. no. Yeah, I, I, but then you wouldn't have Captain Marvel ruining your plans, and you'd have people on Halal or whatever it's called. Is it Halal? Definitely not Halal. Not Halal. 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 There you go. On Hal, which is the the Cree home planet. You'll have them. You know, having a good time. They'll have the water. They'll have the the their air. You know. You don't have to kill people for it. Yeah, but she's evil. Oh yeah, I forget she's evil. I forget. Yeah, sorry. She's after a bad time. Yeah, I forgot the the main character out for this is she's just evil. But then she the whole is. point of her story is she's trying to save her people. Um, so yeah, to me, the actual plan, bit shit. But, yeah. You know. 
Well, I mean, it, it nearly worked. She gets two out of the three. Yeah. It's only at the sun when she's uh, she's spoiled. Um, but yeah, well, that's basically what happens. They, the 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 villain, uh, they they successful in two out of the three. Uh, so they get the atmosphere back, they get the water back, they go to the sun, uh, obviously head over to Earth's solar system, um, and that's when they have a big face-off. They have a big fight-off, the Marvels versus the villain. Um, at one point, the villain impaled yes, by a brick. Yeah. Uh, so they're there, they're pleading, they're begging, like, come on, man, this ain't you. Yeah, we've got a solution for Yeah, that. you don't want to be doing this. It all seems well. Is he like, yeah, cool, I, I don't want to be doing this. So they, they lift the, the big spike out of her and then she just immediately changes her mind. Yeah, straight and away. Flips. Evil. Uh, takes uh, Ms. Marvel's second bangle and then causes a bit of carnage, doesn't she? Yeah, she, she, she goes, let's there be carnage. And then, let's uh, there be carnage. Yeah, and then she becomes carnage. And yeah. then all of a sudden we have the crossover that we all wanted, but we have Woody Harrelson yeah. in a Marvel movie. If only that was true. No, it's uh, not true. Instead, she goes ahead and creates a little incursion doesn't she a little she, break in the multiverse she does create a break in the multiverse she rips a hole in the space time continuum she does which is I always love it when I on a sci-fi show or movie they go mm. oh they ripped a hole in space time fabric and it's just always stuff like that I Whoa. love it they do that I, I love it I've personally never heard that ever well in any any show you heard it today um, <laughs> but yeah so they, they cause a rift uh, uh, a, an incursion if you will in the multiverse um, and there's only one person that can stop it and that is Monica Rambeau. It is. So she uh, sort of absorbs Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel's powers for a little time, flies off into the rift um, and tries to fix it, but then quickly realises that she can only fix it from the other side. Of course. Uh-oh. Of course. It's, it's got to be that, hasn't it? It does. It's got to be that. For, um, for narrative reasons. Yeah. Um, so then she fixed the rift, fixed the hole, um, but then he's stuck in a, a different universe. What universe might that be, Ryan? Well, maybe we'll get onto that a little bit later maybe on. Maybe we will. Uh, what happens next, Simon? So, uh, yeah, what happens next, they uh, basically, they fly back to Earth, uh, but it's just, it's just that Miss Marvel at this point, she's by herself, and everyone's like, oh my God, where's, where's Captain Marvel? Where'd she go? Where's, where's Monica? Um, obviously, she tells them the story that they've lost Monica, uh, but... Captain Marvel, she's uh, she's gone to go and do some superheroing, yeah. And uh, she flies over to the the Kree Empire's homeworld, uh, flies past them as a little flyby, Top Gun style, like she was in the old in the old Marvel movie, in the yeah. old Captain Marvel movie. She flies straight past them, straight to the sun. They're all probably sat there thinking, "Oh God, we're all gonna <laughs> die." Um, but then somehow she kickstarts the heart of a sun. She does, and uh, all she, by herself. She kickstarts the heart of a son mm-hmm. starts the sun back up again and everything is happy as Larry on this on the on the Cree homeworld now there's a a little bit that happens straight after this a nice little uh, teaser mm. um, now this is not the teaser we spoke of last week no this is a brand new we'll teaser, get into that at the end uh, for the Young Avengers yes so uh, basically it cuts we think it's the end of the movie um, we're not in trailers just yet so we're like what's this and we see a little bow. We see a little bow, and we see Kate Bishop. And for what some people might think might be Nick Fury sat in the corner of, Nick, uh, of Kate Bishop's house. Mm, he likes that. It's, uh, it's not actually Nick Fury. It's, uh, it's who is it? Kamala Khan. So Kamala Khan 
somehow has uh, stolen uh, intel from Saber or was given intel from Saber. Yeah, never um, confirmed. Not confirmed. I'm sure we'll find out in, in further movies. Um, but she's uh, putting together a team. Now, mm. we're not being confirmed. It's not confirmed that it is the Young Avengers, but it, it it's pretty much is. been set up for the Young Avengers. We've got a young um, Ant-Man. We've got a young... Well, we see Hawkeye. Uh, we see Kate Bishop's Hawkeye in in the show, and it's, she seems to agree to join the, join the new Avengers. Um but yeah, we've, who else have we got? We've got Ironheart. Ironheart. We've got uh, New Vision. Yeah. Will he be on the actual? Will he be on the actual Avengers? Well, yeah, because he's probably the youngest one on there. He's like he, three. Yeah, but he's in the Young point. Avengers in the comics, so yeah, it uh, makes sense. We potentially Patriot yeah. was teased in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, yeah. or Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Sorry, as it was when it finished. Um, I think potentially Wanda's kids. I don't Ooh, think yeah, that story's yeah. fully uh, played out yet. But I know they served on the team in the comics. They might make an appearance. Do you reckon it'd be a movie or a TV show? Uh, a movie, I think. Yeah. It has to be a movie. I, I think even if if you want to keep any value in the IP that is the Avengers, yeah, it has to be a movie. Yeah. I think. Um, and I'd like to see maybe maybe Miles Morales in there one day Ooh. as well. I'm gonna say I, I did say earlier about Spider-Man in time. There's no way in hell. It would. I think it would work story-wise. But, oh, I think it'd work. But they just there's no chance that they're putting Tom Holland. The little Holland. mouse isn't going to allow that to happen. No, they, they are not putting Tom Holland in a Young Avengers movie. If they do, I will eat this microphone live. Right, someone, someone, write this down. Yeah, someone get Clip this. It. Clip so, me. I was going to say, I don't let's, care. let's get this written down. We've got it. We've got it recorded. We've, we've yeah. got the evidence of yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, I'll be the one that edits it into the podcast, mate. You know, oh, clip you, it. You're going to take this out. I can. I can tell. Clip, clip you're going to take it out so no if one can Tom use Holland, his microphone. If I'm that confident that if Tom Holland is in Young Avengers, I will eat my mic. Now you've just said in it. So if he's in it for any period of time, he's in it. So you're going to have to eat your, your mic. Yep. If he's in I it stand by it. Okay. I stand. Buy it. So that's that's the end of the actual movies. What we see mm. um, now, there's a few standout points that I just want to mention before we go on to the, the next mm. big thing. I thought the comedy elements of this movie were incredible. Yeah. Um, now there's a scene where they go onto the space station, um, and there's been these mysterious packages all over these mysterious mm. eggs. Yeah. All over the space station, they're trying to they figure out like what it is. Brains. Yeah, they do like brains. I was trying to figure out what it was going to be. Mm. Definitely not what I thought. No. Um, so Goose from the last movie, uh, the Flurkin, the mm. cat. Um, has given birth to just hundreds, hundreds of, of other flurkins. Um and there's a, there's a there's a scene in it where all the escape pods have been shut down. Mm. They have no way of getting off of the spaceship, and Nick Fury comes together with a brilliant idea mm. that everyone should get eaten by a flurkin. Yeah, there's a, there's a bit where it, they say out there on the on the tannoy, it's like, don't run from the flurkins, yeah, let yeah. them, let eat, them you. eat you, <laughs> you will be fine. <laughs> And it's just like a little horror movie of like people running away and like the superheroes mm. making them get eaten and stuff like that. And I really enjoyed it. Um, and then the yeah, I, I really loved that that scene. I thought it was incredible. Yeah. Um, and there's a bit towards the the end, or after this, they're, they're they're on this one of the last ships they've got with all mm. the cats, and they start spiraling out of control, and all the cats start throwing people up. And I I, uh, I thought it was really fun. The yeah. comedy, I thought I thought the comedy element was really good. Yeah, they did do it well. Um, now, I think one thing we have to talk about here yes. is the post credit scene. We do need to talk about the now, post credit scene. Now, if you listened to last week's episode and you listened to the potential spoilers, uh, we, we got a big scoop uh. from uh, someone that we, we trust within the industry to tell us the truth, uh, who remained anonymous, um, and this scoop turned out to be true. That is, of course, that in the post credit scene, 
we see that Monica Rambeau has survived her trip yeah. in the alternate dimension. And this dimension is inhabited by Beast from the X-Men. It is. And yeah. her mother. And we see the little X-Men sign. We do. Um, we see the, the X-Men those... sign. We hear a reference to Charles Xavier. Yes, we do. Um, so probably not the same universe as uh, Multiverse of Madness. No, we, that do, we, we see. don't see him. Or anything. We just see Beast. He's the only X-Men we see. Yeah, Beast um, and her mother. But first X-Men in the MCU. Yeah. So Well, Multiverse of Madness. Oh, shit, yeah. Second X-Men in the MCU. Second X-Men in the MCU. There's going to be more, isn't there? There's going to be more that we've missed. Yeah, I'm sure Scarlet Witch and uh, Quicksilver have both been X-Men at certain times. Well, isn't isn't, um, Miss Marvel, isn't she a mutant? Yes, I think she is. (laughs) Fifth X-Men in the MCU. Um, But it looks great. Um, Yeah. yeah. The voice Um, of Kelsey Grammer? Now. I don't think it looks as good as the OG No. It, I, I think the previous one was uh, a costume, whereas yeah. I think this one is purely CGI. Don't like it. No, I, I'm big fan of practical effects, yeah, always, especially when it comes to costumes. I want, I want a costume. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to whatever this goes with. Like, is, cause mm. I, it, it just feels like, again, this might just be just another nostalgia bait, where it's, look, this is another universe, but it's not. Um, yeah. Is this going to be the X Men we get? Are we going to get X Men as part of the MCU, but they're not in the universe we're in? Is it going to be? I hope not. I want them to be in universe. Yeah, I'd like that because then it's just, it just saves them from just doing old stories again and again and again, yeah. bringing in different things. I think we're probably going to see this universe in Secret Wars. That's what it feels like. Like we were talking about, like things that we're not sure where it's going to go and. What's the end game here? Mm. I think very much instead of it being Kang has been the end game. Yeah, it feels very much so that Secret Wars is the big one that they're trying to pedal. I think um, it's probably going to change four or five times between now and when Secret yeah. Wars eventually, if it comes out. But there just seems to be more and more rumors over Secret Wars than there is Kang. Yeah, which is why I'm starting to think there's Secret Wars. I think I think the one I'm lo- I am looking forward to Secret Wars. I think I'd prefer. I'm looking forward to this more than I am Kang, mm. but I think that's just because we've we've had we've had more teasers towards this than yeah. I mean, we have a tease. We know what's going to happen with Kang in universe, but we don't know what's happening outside of it. So we don't. Yeah, know if that, it is that's the thing that takes you out of it, isn't it? It's the the whole of a overarching. Yeah, story. That's, that's what I mean when I was saying that the the, the teasers of obviously we've they've teased absolutely mm. loads to do with Kang. We've had movies to do with him. We've had TV mm. shows to do with him. But it's just the uncertainty on the outside, yeah. Um, which just put, puts me more into wanting to see Secret Wars. Yeah, um, but yeah. I mean, we, we touched on all that last week. So if you would like to hear what we're referencing, uh, please do go back and listen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think on on the whole, Captain Marvel, uh, Captain Marvel, excuse me. Uh, on the whole, Miss Marvel, really, really good. Um, just just good fun in the cinema and. Uh, some stakes, but not universe-ending stakes, which again I, I like in just regular comic book movies. Yeah. Um, and I, I was a big fan, and I'll definitely be rewatching when it comes to streaming. Yeah, I will as well. Actually, to be fair. Perfect. Now, should we move it on, Simo? Oh, it's my favourite section. Our next section, and what is that? Between two droids. Between two droids. Now, this section of the show, we both come armed with hot takes. <sighs> Oh. Either our own or some that have been given to us or that we have found on the internet. And all we do is we, we 
say our hot takes, and then just a couple of words on whether we agree or yeah. whether we disagree. Simo, do you want to go first? I'll go first this week, if you okay. don't mind. Yeah, you so go first. Mine's a very simple hot take I've brought here. Mm. Um, nice is by Dr. John. Um, nice is from Reddit. And it is simply, I blame Padme. Whoa. Yeah, it's a very now, simple... Simo, I know you hate women, but I wasn't <laughs> expecting this. No, Dr. John hates women. I well, don't. Wow. <laughs> I love women. I don't know. We all heard, we all heard <laughs> you right say amount. it. We all heard you say it, Simo. Yeah, so um, his hot take is, I blame women. And not women, I blame Padme. <laughs> You're really digging yourself a hole on this one. Ooh. Um, basically, I don't think he's wrong. No. <laughs> like, if you watch those prequel movies, he literally tells, like, he's a kid in the first one. Yeah. I mean, he ends up falling in love with her. Mm. Grooming. Yeah, um, she's significantly older. <laughs> she's, she's in, like, a position of power and he's a slave. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and then in the second movie, he openly admits that he's just massacred. Yeah. Not just the men, oh, but no. the women and the children too. And she's like, damn, you're hot. Yeah. <laughs> Which he literally becomes in the next Yeah, one. yeah. But so yeah, yeah. I, I slaughtered them like animals. Yeah. And then, I mean, let's get married. She should have gone to the council and been like, damn it, I'm in. She'd be like, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> all you had to say, son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could have stopped at children. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Pause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> sorry. Okay. In a second. Uh, yeah. I think she should have just gone to the council. Really. I've been mm. like, "Hey, Yoda. A um, bit concerned about your little emo Jedi. You got yeah. protecting me. But like, why? It's like he's just killed. One. Well, you asked him to protect me. Oh yeah. And he yeah. just peeled off and went on his own little side quest. Yeah. Um, then came back and it killed. And then the whole village. A whole group of people. Yeah. Pro- racially motivated as well. Yes, was racial, yeah. Refers to them as, as them, which isn't something I agree with personally. Yeah, oh, it is. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I don't think she's solely to blame, but I think she definitely shares... She's one of the problems, is At she? least 33% of, of the blame. It's literally, like, just tell someone. Yeah. Like, do they not have a prevent program in the Star Wars universe? Yeah, there, should, there really <laughs> should be, if there isn't one. Oh yeah, what, what do, you, do you agree, disagree? Yeah, I, I, I agree partially. Um, <laughs> I don't know the context behind the rest of this comments, this kid, yeah. but it was literally just, it was just, I blame Padme. I don't think so. she's blameless, but I don't think she's fully to blame. Yeah, I mean, she, does, she does get killed by Anakin, so I guess it's a bit victim blaming, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. Maybe she was scared of him. Yeah, um, I'm sure I mean, she we was. We didn't see any of that on screen, so. No. So the last bit, which is like, you're scaring me. Well, <laughs> if it doesn't Direct happen on quote screen. Was scaring me. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway, uh, my hot take this week. Uh, seeing as we've been talking about the Marvels, I've brought a uh, an MCU themed uh, quote. And also, following on from last week's news about the potential resurrection of Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, yeah. uh, I also took to Reddit. Uh, and this quote is from Carissa Sky Warrior, Ooh. who says, Iron Man 2 is the best movie in the Iron Man trilogy. And personally, I agree. Okay, now. It's a hot take. It is a hot take. Mm. I don't think it's the best one in the Iron Man trilogy. Mm. Just because I love that first one. Yeah. 
but oh my god, I love the second. <laughs> it's so, so good. It's so good. Honestly, the opening is incredible. I honestly feel like the suit up is incredible. I feel like we've put a weight off. Yeah, just like a whole weight up. I've been carrying this around <laughs> since like 2010. I genuinely love that movie. Oh my, it is so good. Uh, there's only one thing that I don't like about that movie, mm. and that's Elon Musk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he has a little cameo, doesn't yeah. he? Um, but bar that, I think it's. It's probably one of my favourite MCU movies, it's really I think. It's fun. Like, yeah. anyone who says it's not... It is fun. It is fun. It's good. And, like, the scene where he's, like, making the element is oh, really cool. Yeah. Like, back in hardware mode. And, and he's putting his sledgehammer through the wall. We start to get through the Avengers as well. Yeah. Like, it was, like, one of the first... It was, what, was it the first one to, like, properly, openly talk about, like, the Avengers? Uh, about Cap- obviously, I know Captain America, but, like... Well, there's the, the post credit scene in Iron Man 1 oh yeah where he, he runs to... into General Ross yeah. and that's like the first hint of Wait, a crossover can't be General Ross that's not Harrison Ford in that movie oh well best <laughs> believe it is maybe he's a Skrull um, but yeah I just love Iron Man 2 so much yeah. I think it, it's incredible the suit up scenes are incredible yeah it? oh like the briefcase scene and like when he drops so down at the end mm. and like when him and Rhodey fight at the house party oh yeah we forgot about that bit this and he's like, like swinging like a they've got a bit of queen on the background yeah well, and he's they? swinging the barbell around oh my god I love that movie it's so good I and mean, he blows the watermelon up yeah it's actually such a good it's movie it's probably the closest we get to the whole like uh, demon in a bottle story yeah. from the comics as well and, um, with his alcoholism oh, Hammer Industries yeah Justin Hammer <laughs> So good. That, that Mickey Rourke. He's I want my butt. I want my bird. Yeah. What? Is it your bird? Is it not your bird? <laughs> I don't, where do I stand here, man? Whiplash is really cool. Whiplash is sick. Whiplash is really cool. Um, I do think the the last, well, the fact that his his plan all along was just to make more Iron Man suits. Eh. Yeah. Really good. But my favourite bit is the start where it's... Yeah, where he jumps out of the chopper. Yeah, he's got shoot to thrill on and he's yeah, just yeah. like... It's out of the plane. Also, bit. first introduction of Black Widow. Oh, shit, yeah. In Iron Man 2. Oh, yeah, I remember, like, Q, the uh, the bat- Lego Batman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just died in your arms tonight. I think I just moved on from Transformers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, that, then Iron Man 2 dropped. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just gotten over uh, Megan Fox. Yeah, like the boxing scene. <laughs> yeah. Real ones know about the boxing scene. Um, but no, I, I love Iron Man too. Like, just look at the conversation we've just had. Yeah, like oh, it, is, it, is it, is the, it is the best one it I is. think. I genuinely think. Oh, right, can we go back to talk about Marvels? Because uh, if because what I think I'm gonna have to say that it's shit now. Because <laughs> like, I'm just too. like talking about oh, it's just a comic book movie. No, that's just a comic book movie. I think we should watch Iron Man two after this podcast. I, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's, <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. Um, but yeah, that's my hot take. Yeah, and I'm glad that I think you agree with me, or partially agree with I, me. I, I agree with you. Lovely. Anyway. Should we move it on to the next segment of the show? Does we are to the next segment of the show? Which is, of course, what we're watching. Mm, what have you been watching? Um, so this week, uh, I finished Loki, the season finale. Um, we were going to discuss it today, but um, I think you're a couple of episodes behind, aren't you? Um, so we'll probably discuss that in depth and what that potentially means for the MCU uh, in next week's episode. Um, but what a finale, by the way. Um, I, I think... 
I think personally, I think season two of Loki's been better than season one okay. of Loki. Uh, but we'll we'll get into that next week anyway. Yeah. Like I said, we'll we'll discuss it. Yeah. Um, I also also watched uh, the second episode of Invincible. Um, it was incredible. I think, such I, a I, good I episode. I've not read the comics, but I I, mm. I think I'm gonna. Yeah. I think I'm gonna. It's such a good episode. It was a proper like. It felt like an episode like out of season one, sort of thing. And there's yeah. some some cool storylines that they're building as well. Um, and then I also rewatched after last week when you mentioned the Raimi Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Um, I were, went back and watched uh, Spider-Man One, they're and had good. a great so good, time. Incredible. Yeah, incredible. Uh, I can't. I can't get over how good they are. Yeah. Um, what about you? So so um, I actually this is a movie I watched last night. It's not a comic book or anything mm. like that. It's a, it's a throwback. But as for you know, we have some American listeners. Um, you know, it's getting close to Thanksgiving. I think. Yeah. It is um, this time of year, so isn't it? I watched a Thanksgiving movie. Mm. Um, nice movie. I watched Planes, Trains and Automobiles. It's got oh, John Candy and classic. Steve Martin in it. It's mm. even got Kevin Bacon in it. Whoa. Yeah, there's a scene where um, Steve Martin and Kevin Bacon are, like race each other down the street trying to get a taxi. It's quite good. Um, but if you've, if you've watched the movie Due Date... Oh, with... Um, Zach Galifianakis and uh, yeah, Arnie Yes, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's that movie. Yeah, yeah. But it's in the 80s. Nice. Um, and it's, it's and really good. probably better, I imagine. Uh, I actually prefer... Oh, I don't know, actually. They're both good. But there's only one problem with this one. The product placement in it is fucking dreadful. Really? There's a bit where in it where they're like, they get to a motel and they're like, oh, damn, I've got no money with me. It's like, do you take credit cards? And he's like, hell yeah, we take credit cards. Yeah. And he whacks down like this platinum card. Yeah, yeah. And you literally, like, you see him place it into like the old style card readers. Yeah. So you place it down and it pans onto it for like 10 seconds. Oh, God. And he goes, oh, yeah, I can't go away anywhere about my American Express card. Like, he's <laughs> like that. Yeah. And it's like that for the entire it's movie. Really on like, the nose. It'd be like really funny jokes. And then it would just be like, whew. I'm sure glad for American Airlines. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like random stuff. <laughs> like there's literally a scene in it. it was like I don't go anywhere without this card. And then they sat there like, what kind of plastic you got on you? When they realise that you have like got nothing left. Yeah. And he starts talking about these like very niche shops in America. Right. And he's like, ah, oh, but that's not going to do any good here. Just if I was in Midwest, man, or wherever. And it's like then I can get some great discounts. Yeah. <laughs> like, like what we've done in our episode for for the. Uh, these beautiful hats where uh, yeah. you know they're uh, kindly given to us by the uh, the guys over at Who yeah, Clothing really. we've, we've had them on all day actually yeah. we've, uh, we've been repping them even so, while we was at the cinema it's so comfy yeah, it just feels nice. like you're wearing nothing um, or a hat no nothing <laughs> what um, else have you been watching I've, uh, I've actually been listening to something this week Whoa. Now, this is the first time we spoke about anything we've listened to yeah um, and I'm not sure how people are going to respond but I'm going to say because it's what I've been doing yeah, um, I've been listening to Zach Bryan by Zach Bryan. Oh, um, what an album! So the album's incredible, anyway. As, so good. as all of you should know. Um, yeah. But I, uh, I, I went and bought the vinyl. I uh, mm. went and coughed up my hard-earned cash. Yeah. And I paid way too much for the vinyl. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I put that on and I had an absolute great time just listening yeah. to that. I think it's um, album of the year for me. Yeah, I think be. it's, it's be. brilliant. If you've not listened to to any Zach Bryan. Mm. Go and do it. Give him a go. Yeah, it's yeah. A, a personal recommendation. Yeah, from the boys at the definitely. two pods, yeah. two two droids podcast. Um, and then that's that's actually what I've been doing this week. I've been I've been busy with cold and uh, yeah. playing Spider Man two, which I've, I've mentioned every yeah. I've mentioned uh, well, if that's it, should we move on to the next next segment? Yeah, and, and uh, we've uh, got a 
got something for the next segment. Isn't well, there? the next segment, as always, is uh, some questions asked. And yeah. Simo, I believe that you have, I have a question I have from a listener. From a listener. A listener sent in a question. Mm. Um, and basically, I'm going to read that question out to you now. So this is coming from Sam Henderson. Uh, Thanks for your question, yeah, Sam. Thank you. Uh, so this one says, Hi guys, big fan Sam here. Big fan Sam here. You know. Wow. I just wanted to know your thoughts on the impact of the return of the OG Fortnite Battle Royale wow. had on consumers. And why do you think it has done so well? So his question here, we've gone through, we've got several questions inside the question. Well, to answer that first bit, um, nostalgia, baby. Yeah, yeah. The, the same as what Hollywood's been doing for the last 20 years. Yep. So nostalgia, baby. Uh, oh, hang on. The next bit of that question is, do you think this is purely nostalgia or is the game in a better state? And do you think this works in a similar way in the movie industry? We have seen so many video games relaunch, remaster, and gone on to do so well. Do you think this could be a problem with films? For example, if old Star Wars films are remastered, uh, would they <laughs> would they see a similar culture impact? Now, Sam, uh, this is Frank's from Sam from Workshop, so he's even told us where he's from. There. Wow. Uh, now, I just want to just quickly get into this. Mm. I just want to touch on the the movie stuff. Yeah. Um, Hollywood. I'm going to say that I've been doing remakes since before games were doing remakes. Yes. Um, this isn't something new. It happened with plays. It's happened with theatre productions. It just moves its way into new mediums and it will continue to do it. Songs. There have been remakes of songs. Um, now, you mentioned Star Wars. Star Wars has been uh, remastered quite a few times. Yeah. Um, and it Not is, always for the better. Yeah, and a lot of people... I mean, one of the most famous bits of that is... Who shot first? Yeah. Han or Greedo? Han, but now both of them shoot at the same time. Yeah. Or Greedo shoots first or whatever it is. But yeah, no, that's happened quite a lot. Um, and talking about Fortnite, um, I do think it's nostalgia. Um, I don't think it's the game being any better than what it was. Uh, but then again, if they've done that and it is... I've played some of the new one. Yeah. You've played, we both played it last night. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had uh, three back-to-back victory royales. We did, we did. Um, that you haven't had three back-to-back victory royales. Yeah, because you're probably all shit and we're yeah. good. Uh, <laughs> this is your first time playing it as well, wasn't it? It was, yeah. I never um, played the original. And uh, to be fair, really good. I am enjoying playing it. I am enjoying the, the old map, having the OG map back. And I, I think it gets, I guess it probably does make it a better state. If people are enjoying it more and it's getting more and more people on it, I mean, the game, you had to queue the other day to get onto the game. Yeah. Like, that's how many people have been playing it. So, surely, I guess it does mean that the game's in a better state. Um, but, yeah, I, I yeah movies, it's, it's quite frustrating with movies. Cause yeah, I think, well, I think the point you said about how movies have been doing it much longer than games is a fantastic point. I think if there's an IP that's strong and conti- is continually strong, they'll continue to do it. I've just pulled up here a, a, just a list of a couple of upcoming or some of these are already out movies that are remakes and yeah. reboots. So this is between 2018 and 2022. All Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah. They've done countless ones of those. A Star is Born. This is the third version. Pet Cemetery. We've had some of those. The Crow is for 2024. Um, Dirty Dancing. They're doing another one of those. Um, how many Spider-Men have we had? How many Batman have we had? Yeah, that's yeah, true. You know, and it, I mean, Star Wars, we've literally had prequels or sequels. I mean, they I guess they're not remastered, but we Yeah, and I, I think as as long as the bad. IP is strong yeah, um, and the fans are there and the fans are willing to support it and the new adaptation uh, is good, then I, I, I don't have a problem with it. The only time I have a problem <laughs> is when it's sort of milking an IP 
just to get whatever they can out of it. Um, but we both really appreciate your question. Um, yeah, thank you for sending it in. Yeah, I hope we've uh, hope we've answered it to a satisfying degree. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, if you want to let us know if we have, if you've got any more feedback on it, send us a message or something. Yeah, um, and if you'd like to ask us a question, uh, stay tuned to the end and you'll find out where. You will. Uh, now, uh, on to the final section of the show. Uh, we have some reviews. However, this week, we're not actually going to be reading a review out. Instead, we are going to be announcing the winner of the giveaway. Uh, so we put all the reviews onto a little uh, random spin wheel, on, spin wheel uh, online. And the winner is... Can I get a drum roll, please? Taj, congratulations, Taj. You have won the £20 or equivalent currency cinema voucher for a cinema of your choice. If you could please drop us a message on Twitter uh, and just confirm it is you, and we will fire that across yeah. to you uh, this week. And just in case any other Taj's message us trying to take, the thing, we know who it is. Yeah. Uh, well, well, we know they, their tag. Like, yeah. We, we can check it. It's, yeah, yeah. It, it will be verified. Um, but if you would like to be in a chance of winning a future competition or giveaway, make sure that you leave a written review on the podcast catcher of your choice, not just a star rating. It is so easy to do. You can do it in app. Write us a few words. Let us know what you think. Give us some feedback. And it is all greatly appreciated. Yeah, it is. So, I think that's... That's the show. show. I think that's the show. That is the show. So, if you want to catch us on anything, if you want to send us any messages, Mm. uh, if you want to send us any hot takes, if you want to let us know what what you've been watching, what you've been doing, if there's anything you want us to talk about, send that through to our email, uh, which is 2droidspod at gmail.com. That's the number 2, droidspod at gmail.com. On Twitter, YouTube, we're at 2droidspod. On Reddit, we're at 2droidspod. Pretty much everywhere we're two droids pod except yeah. for our email where we are two droids podcast. Pod. Yeah, podcast. That's it. That's the one. Two droids podcast. I completely said that wrong. Yeah. And then we do that outro. <laughs> but yeah, uh, reach out to us. Let us know. Let us know what you're thinking. Um, of course, thank you for listening. Thank you for following, subscribing, downloading. It's all greatly appreciated. Yeah. Tell your friends. Yeah, tell your friends. Let them know. Um, and of course, a big thank you to the sponsor of this episode, which is Who Clothing, which you can find on their website at www.whoclothing.com or on social medias at Who Official Clothing. We appreciate it. Bye.